connecting indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show, Indigenous Superstars. Uh, we have a, a great final show of 2020 for you. I always have another awesome guest on Indigenous Superstar, but before we, we uh, go on, I just want to talk, uh, well, I want to thank um, the Manitoba government for granting me the stay-at-home grant that I applied for for this show, Indigenous Superstars. So I bought some, I updated some of my equipment, which was much needed, so I'm really happy about that, and uh, uh, yeah, so I'm really happy that, that the Manitoba government granted me a stay-at-home grant and it was so awesome for this show because I've been doing it volunteer all this time and investing my own money and I started a company and so it's it's, it's coming going to come slowly in the new year I'm going to start uh, looking at getting um, sponsors for the show and uh, just creating a business uh, business more more so that I'm, I'm not doing this volunteer anymore and and now that I'm now that it's becoming a well-oiled machine, I want to get down to business and start making revenue so the show can can continue on. And and uh, so far, it's been a blessing being able to interview all the artists that I have interviewed since since April. I've been interviewing Indigenous artists from all over the world, and it's been so exciting and Getting to hear the stories of each each artist has been has been so wonderful to to hear the journeys of the musicians that that have been on the show, and to see them pay, continuing to pave the way for Indigenous artists all around the world. So, and and thank you to the audience for tuning in. Uh, I, I started out once a week, but now I'm doing I'm doing it twice a week, and sometimes three three interviews a week, but. But uh, right now, the average is twice a week. So thank you all to all the viewers that have tuned in. And I know that we have some regular viewers, and I want to thank them, too, for, for tuning in. And, and anyone who's online, uh, you know, you can uh, make comments on, on, this, on, your, on your screen, and, and I'll, I'll bring it up to the screen here so everyone can see who's making comments for the show. I also want to talk about uh, our year. It was a really rough year for for everyone, especially all the the musicians, because all our our gigs stopped and and we like everything stopped. It seemed like the music stopped suddenly, and, and um, it was really um, it was sad. Like it was shocking, and and uh, I'm sure it was for every every um, everyone. So I came up with this idea of uh, doing a show, Indigenous Superstars, and and um, I'm just making some people are making some comments here, and, and uh, so yeah, because I thought, what are we gonna do? Like, when the music's not happening right now, so I came up with the idea of the show, and I'm really it was scary at first because I didn't know how to interview uh, an artist, but uh, as time came, time went along, I, I started getting getting used to it and I'm really glad I took the risk. So if any of you ever feel scared about about trying something new that means you that means you got to go out and try it because you never know what's going to happen. You might like it and you might excel in it and and you never know what happens. So hope make that a resolution. Uh make that a resolution for yourself. I'm just 
typing up stuff here. And I want to mention about our, our community of Opaskumiak. In November, we, we went into crisis mode. We had over, our, I think at our peak, we just had a little over 80 people that were tested positive for COVID. And today, for the past two days, we we're at zero now. But that doesn't mean for us we can go out and, you know, walk around with no masks. We still have to... Um, do our due diligence and wear our mask, social distance, um, put on our, our sanitizer and, and uh, just keep the numbers low because around us the numbers are still high. And I hope that uh, the surrounding communities follow what a Pasquiac Creation did. And I want to thank our leadership for, for getting us to this, to where we are now compared to where we were in November when, when it was really scary at that time when, when the numbers are really high. So thank you to our leadership in Opaskwea Cree Nation. So without further ado, I'm just going to read the bio of my next awesome, awesome guest. My 52nd guest, so I'm pretty happy about that. Hey, Nicholas, how are you doing? Nicholas is in uh, New Mexico and... and uh, Hilda says hi. She's she's I don't know if she's in Thompson or Winnipeg, but she works for um, MKO and she works for the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women. So good job, Hilda, and thanks for tuning in. And uh, Facebook user said Happy New Year and Anyate Rhonda. So th thank you for tuning in. So without further ado, I'm just going to announce my 52nd guest, Alicia Asp. Chief is a twenty is twenty one years of age and is from the Algonquin and Taltan Nation, residing in Ottawa, Ontario. She is in her fourth year at Carleton University, studying classical music and pop R and B songwriting in the Bachelor of Music program. She graduated from Canterbury High School in the prestigious vocal program, studying opera, classical music as a soprano singer. Alicia's most recent performance includes singing the national anthem at Parliament Hill during Canada Day's main stage, the Great Cup Conference held in Ottawa in November 2027, as well as the Economic Development Concert at the Hilton Lac-Lamay and International Women's Day in Temiskaming First Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome my awesome guest. Alicia. Hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm pretty good. You? I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm so happy you're with me today. Me too. I'm pretty pumped. You're my, you're my final guest for 2020. Oh, but I'm not, I'm honor. Going, and you're my 52nd guest. <laughs> I got the lights and everything in the back. <laughs> oh, no, it looks great. I like your background. <laughs> it looks cool. So how have you been? I'm doing pretty good, actually. I'm trying to work on a lot of music, so that's been fun. Uh, I'm on my break from school, so relaxing. That's pretty good, actually, for me right now. Um, I that's also, awesome. Yeah, that's so just you know, that's relaxing. Great. <laughs> right on. So I have a couple of questions I want to ask you. Mm -hmm. What what got you inspired to get into music? Um, inspired to get into music. Holy. Um. 
Well, when I was really young, uh, I apparently really liked to sing. So my dad thought, hey, let's put her into choirs. So I guess it kind of started there. I was in something called a gingerbread choir. That's a really cute name, I think. Um, I was only like six or something. So kind of went from there, just trying to stay in choirs, got some vocal lessons. It was nothing about um, classical music, though. I had no uh, intention of going towards that field. But um, I ended up auditioning for Canterbury High School when I was in grade eight. And I had no idea that it was uh, specifically classical music. I thought it was just general music studies. Uh, and then I found out about two months before my audition that that's what I had to do. So I had my teacher uh, work with me on some Italian operas and stuff. So that was insanely different for me, for sure. But uh, I ended up really enjoying it. So then I went to Canterbury for about, well, for the four years, you know, high school. I uh, graduated from there and it was an amazing program. It was so exciting. And then I ended up going towards that still for uh, university. So right now I'm kind of con continuing that passion right now, uh, working with a That's lot of awesome. classical music, some pop music and R&B and songwriting, lots of different stuff, trying to branch out, you know, <laughs> keep it exciting. Very exciting. So so how did you find out when you, when you love to sing in, in your genre? Oh, what I love to sing. Um, I think it's a, that kind of ties in when people say like, do you, uh, do you think you're talented? And I think that's always like a really hard question to answer. You're like, well, I enjoy it. I don't want to say I think I'm good, but I, I enjoy it. I like it. And I'm clearly still pursuing it. And I think every day getting better. So I, I think that's really it for me. When I decided to audition in the first place, it was more like an escape and the idea of going to a big arts program was just so exciting to my little brain. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> I'm only 13, but I wanna do this, it sounds so cool. Then I went there and it was way harder than I <laughs> intended. Like, I, it was a little scary, I'm not gonna lie. But um, it ended up, ended up being so fun and I knew that it was uh, something I was really gonna work at to you know start achieving some some dreams here that's so yeah. awesome <laughs> so how, how did you find out you had a passion for singing classical music oh uh, specifically classical um or or uh, opera or like in that, yeah. that genre <laughs> yeah. um yeah. i found people uh started telling me when i was in high school in that program that uh, i needed to make a decision that i needed to pick either more fun pop r b styles or opera classical music because they're obviously very very different genres and really hard to work at um, and for a while I was kind of debating and I was uh, switching teachers and trying to talk to new people get different ideas and perceptions of it and then I kind of decided at one point that I don't I don't really need to choose uh, and then I can I can still work at both and you know just be equally as happy so right um, so for classical, yeah, I think I, I realized that um, when I was working uh, in the program in high school that I, I ended up thinking of it as more of a, a really fun thing. I thought it was going to be feeling more like a job because once it becomes an everyday thing for your schooling, it, it becomes a little scary. And then I ended up doing a lot more shows at that age. So it became also a job, my school, my at home, my fun life. And it was every moment of my life I was doing music. So that was kind of overwhelming at, at first. But I realized that because I was still doing it, I clearly still loved it. So I, I think it, uh, when I was just in high school, which is why I wanted to uh, continue that when I went into university as well. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So are you ready to sing your first song? Sure. I'm pretty All right, excited. I'm going to give you the screen.
Alrighty, so just just a warning there. Uh, I can't hear without my headphones, but I'm gonna sing. <laughs> so I'm gonna be singing a song that I uh, I posted a video not too long ago now uh, of Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Really fun. I unfortunately don't have my funny hats, but I have the lights, so that's pretty exciting to me. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy. I also have my sound guy, my hype man, my dad on the other side here. <laughs> it's the most beautiful time of the year Lights fill the streets, spreading so much cheer I should be playing in the winter snow But I'ma be under the mist Stop staring at your face I should be playing in the winter snow But I'ma be under the mistletoe You, shawty where you, you Shawty where you are Under the mistletoe Everyone's gathering around the fire Chestnuts roasting like a hot July I should be chilling with my folks I know
Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful voice, very strong. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was great. And I just wanted to mention about what you said earlier about about people who are telling you you have to choose either opera or, or pop. I'm glad you you did, you followed your heart and decided and decided that you could do both. Like I, I don't think I I don't know who made up those rules where you have to choose one genre and stick to that. Because because uh, like I started out classical too, but now I'm I went into jazz and now I'm going into pop like um, going into pop. So there's no. Um, I don't think there's a, a rule, <laughs> or I don't know who made that, that rule up, right? <laughs> yeah, I completely, uh, I, I don't understand that either. It was, I think it's just a huge stigma about it, too, that there's always people, artists out there that kind of identify with one genre, and that's great, good on you, but there really isn't a limit. Like, we can, <laughs> like, we sing yeah. to sing, or we, we can, like, I, I, tried to play the flute once i'm not good at it but i mean i tried <laughs> well, we should try it. That's right. exactly you can keep yeah. branching so out some of, the, some, of the some of the comments coming in uh lola winock said nice and my sister annette said oh. hi every voice beautiful oh, thank you. <laughs> oh. yeah your, your voice is so like strong and clear and, and it's just beautiful so i I'm really looking forward to hearing your second song, but we're not going to go there yet. We still have some more, <laughs> some more questions I want to ask you. In in, in terms of opera, what 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 um what opera would you like to? Is your dream to perform in, and what role and why? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that's that's, that's going to be a hard question. To be completely honest, <laughs> I don't think I have a dream role. I really, I really don't. I, I think I'm just one of those singers that really just likes to pick and choose arias. I like really in, intense ballads, personally. And of course, like I love the idea of playing a specific part in an opera, but everything I've done so far has been really aria by aria and playing from different shows. And I, as you can probably tell, usually from my music, uh, choices when I post videos. Um, mistletoe was a little different because that was more of like a festive, fun thing. But uh, most people who know me, the majority of the music I sing is kind of sad, but <laughs> not intentionally. I, I like to sing, um, I think, songs that have like really deep meaning, you know, that end up ha telling a story, I guess, in a, in a way. And uh, not that roles can't do that, obviously, within operas. Um, I just, I don't know, I guess I haven't felt like a, a, an intense attachment enough to one role in any opera that I, I really want to portray. Um, yeah. Okay, well, let me rephrase that question. What is your favorite opera aria to sing? Oh, ooh. My favorite opera aria to sing would probably be Voike Sapete, but I'm not good at it, in my opinion. <laughs> not yet. I, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say that. I, I think I'm okay at, at uh, musically, but I have to work on my Italian a little more. Uh, this year has been a lot about working on German and French because that was kind of my um, my harder bit before. But I'm um, working on Italian more this year. I have a final jury at the end of April that I will also be broadcasted, by the way, um, for my program. And I'm really excited about that. And it's going to include a lot of uh, operatic pieces and a few contemporary as well. So, yeah. I, I, nice. I, yeah. <laughs> so, so what is your favorite language to, to sing in? 
as funny as it is, uh, I actually really enjoy Italian, which is why I want to get better at it. Um, it, I it was love the first... Italian and Italian. It's so pretty. It really is. I just really hope I don't butcher it most of the time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a beautiful language. I was, I was supposed to go to Italy this past summer and I was so pumped for that. I got into uh, a program to go to Italy uh, to this uh, music school and I was so excited. There was like 20 of us going from Ottawa and it was just, oh, I was so happy. And then COVID. So, oh, no. so I'm hoping that I remember happen being at some so happy for you. For you. Oh. I remember you posted that, and I was so happy yeah. and excited for you. <laughs> it's all good. It'll happen when it's when it's time. You know, <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah. So, so they're just postponing it. I honestly haven't heard anything yet because I think. It's just like, cause Italian, uh, Italian, uh, Italy was hit pretty hard. I'm pretty sure all, all yeah. over Europe really when COVID first started. So I think immediately yeah, that was canceled and they just never yeah. really brought it up again. So I don't, I'm not too sure what's going to happen with that. I should actually reach out and see what's going on, but yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping I get to go at some point. Cool. So I, I just want to let you know, when, when I recorded Boy Case of Pete and, and I thought it was going to be the, the most challenging song for me. And and it wasn't it, it, it for some reason like uh, when I recorded it it turned out really beautiful and then the, oh. the song that I thought was going to be the easiest was the hardest <laughs> that was, that was like, the, <laughs> and it's like, always oh, how it is yeah <laughs> but it turned out really beautiful and and um, for myself too Italian is my favorite language to sing in and. Oh, uh, it flows so beautifully, and and I understand. Well, you probably understand too why why it's one of the languages of love, because it's so romantic, and and it just flows. And you know what? Uh, when I started uh, my classical training too, I thought I I just decided to move into the Cree language. And when I started translating the Cree into the classical music, it flowed just beautifully, like like Latin. I mean, Latin, oh, wow. uh, Italian, the Latin oh, was nice too. Mm-hmm. And I found that the Cree words were just like flowing and, and they just fit perfectly with, uh, with the music. So I, I always tell people that, that the Cree language is also one of the languages of love because it flows like, like the Italian and it's just really, really pretty. And then, and then you know, when you sing in your language, it's so spiritual and, and powerful. But but yeah, I, and I find that when I'm singing in a different language, it's, it's I I can for some reason I I can connect with it more than singing in English. Yeah, oh, when I first heard you were doing that, I was amazed at the idea. I thought that was so cool. I heard when you recorded, I think it was Silent Night. I think it was at some point. I remember thinking it was so beautiful. <laughs> oh, Thank I you. Yeah, I haven't heard your voice quesapete yet. I'm hoping to now. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, it's on my first album that I that I released. Uh, my album's called Kayas, and it's on there. It's on the, okay, on the, it's my first track. song, actually, on there. <laughs> and it actually won me an award at the Native American Music Awards where I first oh, met your dad. <laughs> Speaking of which, she's right over here. Yeah. <laughs> when you from her, right? <laughs> hello, my friend. Hello. <laughs> she says hi. <laughs> so I want to know that you're on your fourth year of your of your university, and you're going to get your degree soon, right? 
That's the goal. <laughs> well, I'm also you, a you, minor, so. <laughs> what, what is your plans after in terms of getting your degree in uh, music? Well, uh, okay, so I'm also taking a minor in Indigenous Studies. So because I started okay. that a little bit later than uh, I intended, I'm going to graduate a little bit later. So there's a chance I'll graduate at the either at the end of next year or at the end of next, not, not next semester, but next year's first semester. So we'll see how that works out. But either way, uh, yeah, I'm graduating soon. That's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm hoping to work a lot more with music. I've started working with... Um, uh, a bunch of other artists which has been really exciting for me and applying for grants and stuff so hopefully that's gonna help move things forward a little bit more um uh, but because of my minor i started working with a lot of uh organizations and stuff so it's been pretty helpful so yeah i'm not too sure just Maybe. yet i don't i don't, I don't really want to have everything planned out too much for me i kind of like a little bit of surprise in my life so i'm, I'm kind of just going with the flow for right now 21 <laughs> yes that's the way I like to live too. <laughs> Whatever happens, right? <laughs> yeah, as long as I have enough money and I can drive soon, we're good. <laughs> awesome. So uh, I had another question here for you. Let's see. Oh, I, I wanted to know: are you are you planning on writing your own repertoire? Uh, specifically for classical or just uh, any or, do, or your own music like in pop oh, or okay. <laughs> oh um, so I started songwriting actually only this year like I've, I've uh, dabbled in it before and I've taken workshops and you know looked into it but uh, it never really worked out well enough for me I find uh, so I ended up um, just kind of sitting around this summer because, you know, COVID and everything. So I was kind of just taking some downtime and I realized like, hey, you know what? I might as well just take a shot, just see what happens. Um, and I ended up just kind of sitting down with a melody one day and started writing down some lyrics. And I was like, I actually kind of like this. <laughs> this is actually exciting. And I ended up writing some stuff that is like that I've never sung before, like nothing like I've ever sung before. And I ended up liking it so much more. Like it, uh, I feel like my first album is going to be really crazy, full of things that people are not going to expect from me. But I think it's what's going to keep it exciting. So I'm pretty excited That's for that. Funny. But yeah, songwriting's in the picture right now. Yeah, awesome. and I started uh, and recently working. Keep your fans under. It's always good to keep your fans on their toes and always reinventing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, when they think you're one thing and then you bring out something else, they'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to, to your music, what, you, what you're going to be creating and what you're going to be releasing. I can't wait to hear. And with that, are you ready to sing your, your second song? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just want to make sure we're good over here. Alrighty. Okay. So once again, cannot hear anything, but I will be over here. Oh yeah.
before I start, I should mention that I'm singing a French piece called Ici uh, Bas by Forêt. Can you tell us about that song you just sang and, and what language what language it was in and, and uh, the background of the song? I can. I actually had a written analysis somewhere, <laughs> which is a lot better. Um, one moment. Um, so basically, it's a it is a French piece by uh, Fore. So ici um, bas, I'm pretty sure it means here below. I remember I wrote something like that's full out about the lyrics. Um, so so while you're looking, uh, Lola Wanak said, "Cree is a rolling language of love." My sister Annette said that you would be an awesome instructor. Lola said, Très bien. <laughs> Ephraim from New Mexico said, Beautiful. Thanks for tuning in this evening. Oh, well, thank you for all those kind words. <laughs> I'm glad you're all enjoying yourself so far. Sorry, I was trying to find more on the song because I. I, I haven't always been the best with the, the poetic <laughs> translations because I have word for word translations for French, but I'm also not a French speaker. So it's been kind of a learning as you go process. But basically, it's a romance song and it's um, based like, how do, how do I explain it? 
the words are kind of like, uh, down here, all lilacs are dying. All the songs of the birds are short. I dream of the summers, which last forever. So really, it's just like a really heartwarming Beautiful. song. And it's um, about like long lost love. And it's it's actually really nice. kind of sad, but kind of happy too. Uh, I've always loved that piece. I think it has some amazing melodic lines and it, it always makes my family cry. So that's been my go-to for the past uh, few years. I was uh, debating between a few other pieces because that that's unfortunately not one of the recent pieces I've been working on. I've been working with um, a lot um, higher grade level pieces recently, but I didn't feel like they would be uh, great enough to show just yet. So hopefully soon. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I, I personally really enjoy that piece. So that was why. Yeah, it was very it. beautiful. Thank you for, for uh, singing that. And you obviously moved the audience that have been tuning in. And I, I just wanted to share something with you. When, when I was out singing arias and, and uh, for shows, and, and the way I would, I would explain it, where they would get where the audience, because my audience was all Indigenous. So the way I would explain a real beautiful song, I would say, this is like a snagging song. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably better than my way don't worry i've been i've been so used to having to do formal introductions that it's <laughs> never been asked so what a what is the song to you it's not, oh it's it's a love song <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was i i actually said that uh uh bill fontaine chief bill fontaine he was they were doing a, a benefit a gala dinner for him and there's lots of VIPs there plus there's, plus there's a lot of indigenous people there and then I was explaining the song I said oh this is a, a snagging song and, then, and they all laughed and well the Indians did anyways because the non-Indians didn't get it and then after the I was done the song I'm like so do you think uh, she got snagged <laughs> Like educate our audience and for it to make it for that connection for them to make it easier because <laughs> people find opera and opera arias uh, intimidating, right? <laughs> I yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just thought I'd make it fun and uh, lighten up the the mood a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I never know how to introduce it. Whenever I include, include it in my set, people don't usually expect that. I'll start off with some like pop and fun pieces that I've been working on, just some exciting stuff like Rihanna. And then out of nowhere, I'm like, so this is something different. <laughs> and then I just start singing okay. opera. And it's like. <laughs> You're probably blowing them all away. <laughs> I hope so. Usually people are just kind of, they don't know how to react. They're like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's totally awesome. So we're coming to the close of the show now, and I just want to thank you again for for being my fifty second guest and and uh, taking the time and uh, sharing your beautiful voice with the with the audience and uh, uh, they're connecting with you because they're all saying beautiful and nice voice and and uh, I'm sure you move them like you move me and and uh, you know keep. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more about your journey as you uh, continue on with your classes and and let me know about uh, Italy when when you uh, when COVID when COVID goes away and uh, mm -hmm. we can start traveling again. Um, you know, maybe we can do a show when you're in Italy and and because uh, I'm gonna keep this going when when um, uh, 
even though COVID's over, like, because uh, this this is a great platform for Indigenous artists to mm-hmm. to get our music out there and, and uh, for the people to see our uh, the work that we've been doing and and everyone's doing beautiful work right across the world. All the Indigenous musicians. So uh, let's plan to do a show when you're in, in Italy and and uh, we'll. we'll uh, We'll keep in touch for that for, with that for sure. So, do you have any closing remarks that you'd like to say? Uh, yeah. So, uh, for for one, for those of you who don't know, I have uh, an artist page uh, I'm at Alicia Kaylee. So, as you can see in the bottom part of the screen right there, where my name is uh, A L I C I A. K-A-Y-L-E-Y. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that's my that's my artist page. I try to keep it uh, pretty up to date. So, uh, the past few days, obviously, it's been the um, the mistletoe video and then uh, the this amazing interview today that I was so excited for uh, and then I also have another show tomorrow um, it's not necessarily my show it's the, the Red Rising magazine they're having their issue 10 um, and they're having a New Year's Eve show so that's going to be super exciting uh, it's supposed to be from 6 to 9 uh, central time there's going to be amazing performers from all over the place there and I'm pretty excited to be involved in that as well so uh, yeah, I'll be there. Tune in if you want to. Bring but uh, yeah, so it's be pretty exciting. <laughs> and thank you awesome. so much for having me. This has been amazing. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so glad you're you're on my show today. When, when I seen you singing on that video, your Christmas song, I'm like, oh, I I need you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you uh, accepted the invitation. <laughs> oh, so of course. I just want to schedule. <laughs> Right on. That's so awesome. So I just want to tell, uh, uh, let the people know to keep social distancing and, and wear your masks, hand sanitize. Let's, let's keep, keep the, you know, keep COVID, keep the numbers low or, or, and keep, keep, keeping everyone safe. And um, we are all in this together, even though our numbers are at zero and on the past recreation, the numbers are high around and the surrounding communities and in and, and Manitoba and right across uh, the world. And, and we need to be diligent and, and help get rid of this, this uh, disease that, that uh, has come into our world. And we, uh, I pray for everyone uh, who's lost loved ones this year. And, and um, oh, it's, it's uh, hard, but I, I pray for everyone that, uh, all the families that are, are that have lost loved ones, and and pray that the people who are sick in the hospital that they get better, and I pray that that uh, us who are healthy continue to be healthy, and I wish you all a very happy new year. I hope it's a better year than 2020. Uh, uh, so I really want to thank you all for uh, tuning in into my show, Indigenous Superstars. And I love you all. And, and my first guest for the new year is Rafael Diaz from Connecticut and the amazing Joanne Shenandoah. So with all that, I bid you a happy, happy new year. Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar. Only on Indigenous Superstars.